Hello and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours. I'm Grant Spanier. And I'm Vince Kochi. And you are listening to episode 127. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wanted to do something about heaven. It was kind of feeling it, but then I was like, "That's not the place of the show. We're not a religious show. We don't get into. We don't like to hell. take a theological stance on anything." <laughs> exactly. Ugh. Well, uh, just take it for what it is. A great episode in the mid one twenties. Absolutely, and uh, the uh, a milestone for us. It was the first episode in my new spot in Los Angeles, and uh, I had the guest on site. Well, you called in. From uh, from the Little Apple, as they call it, Minneapolis. <laughs> That's right. I was stranded in the Midwest, as usual. Uh, but it was awesome to get another in-person guest. It's been a little while since we've done that. And a great guest it was. She really was a treat to have on. Yeah, for sure. And that was Sarah Leinbach uh, of uh, Be Real, which is a production company. And uh, she's also a co-founder of a little project called Index, which is a beautiful portfolio site and a way to find photographers and directors, uh, which I would recommend checking out for context uh, for this episode. And that's the index.la. Yeah, definitely check that out. And she was talking about with us a very interesting sort of, uh, maybe it's an ethos of hers, Mm -hmm. a philosophy uh, that sort of dovetails nicely with one of your own, Grant. Uh, She calls it side honey or or just honey, which is what we were talking about. Uh, You might know it as nectar if you're a longtime listener of the show. But basically, it's that sweet stuff. It's finding uh, what's good, be that a side project or a part of a main project. Uh, And she's had some really interesting insights onto why her own personal philosophy about it is different. Yeah, excellent episode. Uh, She had a great perspective. And Vince, speaking of honey, uh, I have something a little bit sweet. Uh, This week we've got a pretty awesome sponsor um, and actually a bit of a giveaway. So the sponsor this week uh, is Adobe, in particular the, uh, the Adobe Creative Jam which is an event series uh, that they do all around the United States. And it is a really, really dope project event. It's, uh, it's essentially like a three-hour thing where um, creatives from all over the city or you know, all over wherever uh, come, come together and compete in a, a tournament of sorts. Uh, it's really cool. It's like teams of two. They get a theme uh, just before the event. Um, there's talks, there's portfolio reviews, and then it's sort of just like a social kind of party after. So it's, it's just one of the cooler event series I've seen. Uh, really just a celebration of creativity in, in all ways, shapes, and forms. Totally. It gets a little bit competitive in a fun way. You get to meet really, really dope people. I mean, I just can't recommend it enough. And uh, in fact, they have an event coming up uh, in Los Angeles. It's downtown LA on Friday, June 9th from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, we'll throw the invite uh, link in the show notes and in the episode description. But uh, if you want it right now, it's invite.com slash creative jam slash design fest. And uh, it's for the LA Design Festival that they're having this creative jam. So I think it's going to be one of the bigger ones. It's going to be pretty badass. And speaking awesome. of badass, Vince, uh, we're giving away a year subscription to Creative Cloud, which you know I use daily. Uh, it's you know the backbone of my creative work, and that's super super valuable. It's a, it's an expensive uh, but worth it um, uh, subscription I pay. And uh, to enter into the giveaway for that, all you have to do is retweet the uh, episode tweet that is uh, that has the hashtag Creative Jam, and that's on our, our Twitter at it's at the 10K HRS, and we'll uh, we'll pin that tweet to the top. Absolutely. Just go on Twitter, find us, follow us, and retweet. And then we'll go through the names, pick a winner at random, and you'll be enjoying one year free of Adobe Creative Cloud. Awesome. That is some honey. Thank you, Adobe. 
And thank you for Creative Jam. It's a dope, dope event. Absolutely. Thank you, Adobe. And thank you, Sarah, for joining us on a great episode. And thank you, listeners, as always, for listening. Enjoy episode 127, Honey. using that great no it's okay we're not npr we don't cut this motherfucker up um (laughs) hey vince hey grant i almost cut it off there with just the vin but it felt like such an informal way to start uh what i consider to be a really formal show and I think even though the show is almost always super formal, this is going to be even more buttoned up and stoic than normal. I, I agree. That's why I am wearing uh, full khakis, uh, which is a real hearkening back to old Grant. <laughs> And uh, I just like that before I thought you were going to go like full three-piece suit or something, and you said no, just no. full khaki, <laughs> just full khakis. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got a, I've got a nice thermal on a button-up button-up um, thermal yeah that's so that minnesota the, nice in hyper, quotes hyper formal hyper formal um <laughs> but i think what i was driving at vince was we've ha- we've been on such we've been on a hell of a run wherein we we just in it's like when the show it's like it's beginning i guess is the word we just do it. We just start the show. We don't... Because I know there was this weird streak. I feel like probably... I think vacillation and pontification are both down 150%. Yeah, yeah. There was there was this run probably from the 40s to maybe the late 110s. <laughs> the late 110s. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, where it was just like this... I mean, and pardon my language here, but it was a real fuck show at the beginning. <laughs> And it was like, come on, guys. I'm glad I mean, I was, sit- that, I was sitting though. there. I'm glad yeah, that's I was sitting there. Like, <laughs> I was sitting there like, guys, just do the fucking show. And uh, and finally, here we are. So I guess that leads me to my first question, Vince. Um, what have you been working on? What have you been putting your time into? I'm glad you asked. So uh, I actually want to take this opportunity to give a little bit of a shout out to some oh, of the God. people I've been working at with uh, the last week or so. We've been finishing this latest round of XL Energy TV spots, uh, which it's been a really privilege for me to go through like color and editing and sound and mix and this whole thing. So the guys over at Ditch and at Flame and the music guys at Grey Ghost. old homies, man. Those are old homies. Oh, yeah. I I think you know some of these guys. And our our friend Cullen Fitzpatrick does some work with uh, Grey Ghost from time to time. So yeah. Good shout outs to all those dudes. They're consummate professionals and they helped us make these. So wait, so did Cullen work on this? No. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, That'd Uh, be amazing. We had the music all all set and, and stopped already, but um yeah thank you to these guys they were awesome it's made for a really fun couple weeks lovely so glad to hear it and this episode is brought to you by no not (laughs) responsible by nature no no none of that no uh grant what about you what have you been putting your time into lately um i just wrapped up a music video that uh we shot last weekend that was a pretty intense experience getting from uh concept to execution i feel like the last time we spoke i was just before it must have been on the cusp yeah 
on the cusp, as they say. Uh, it went great. I'm so happy with it. And uh, now we're in post. And then I'm also in pre on another music video. So that's very exciting. And as everyone knows, that's when you do everything in post, right? Yeah, you do in post. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's an insider <laughs> joke <laughs> yeah real insider that was that was uh, said quite apologize. a few times this weekend no it's okay but that's very know. cool i'm glad that it, yeah. it went well it went great man uh awesome. super excited we had i had two two humans running naked through a dry lake bed in the middle you know, in the middle of the desert and uh, i was very thankful <laughs> for that experience <laughs> there's like a there's this like drone shot like rising up over them where i have them like in the kind of yoko and john lennon uh pose oh intertwined that photo? yeah yeah and i was just like ah ah fucking this is funny this is like, <laughs> I, I was thankful I, I i had a lot of gratitude a lot of gratitude awesome it was a good good experience can't wait to see it and then here we are man and i gotta say speaking of grateful this is yes i have a lot of gratitude for, for this experience because this is the first not just because but also because it's the first uh official pod i think uh with a guest we've done in in my new spot which is shaping up really nicely Yes, you recently, I, I mean, you pretty recently moved to L.A., but then you you recently, recently moved again within, recently. yes, yes uh, L.A., yeah, yeah, so yeah, now you're sure. at your newest digs, which you're very positive on. I'm very happy with, and our guest was, she said it was a dream apartment as we were walking through, but we can we can dig into that once we introduce her. Should we do that part now, or what do you think? That's as good as time as any, you kind of teased it. I did tease it, so I might as well roll with it. I'm, I'm looking at her. She's doing a lot of scribbling. We're pretty impressive. I feel like we could turn if we framed if we framed some of the scribbling she's doing on this uh, sheet of paper. If we framed it and we positioned it right, this is like multi million dollar art in my opinion. Wow. There, I said it. Welcome, w- welcome to the show, Sarah. Sarah Lime Bach. Mm-hmm. And the pronunciation was pretty good. I gotta say, very good. And uh, she. <laughs> We have a long history with Sarah that I'm sure we'll dig into, but uh, she is currently a producer at Be Real, a production company. Yes. Accurate so far. Uh, creative studio now. Okay. You know. <laughs> the phraseology, you know, it, it evolves day by day sometimes. Uh, and I relate to it. I, I respect it. Uh, and also, uh, I think maybe what reconnected us was a project that she is the a. Uh, Ah, principle of which is index and what is that is it index.la yeah it's called index but the website's the index.la the index.la which is worth a look i think for context of some stuff we'll dig into yeah definitely sarah lime bach mm-hmm. welcome Lime-Bach. to the show <laughs> thank you thank you it's good to be here and uh sarah i'm excited <laughs> this conversation i mean i'm glad this Conversation is not going to be about scheduling, but it could be mm-hmm. since we sort of played a uh, calendar hopscotch a bit. But I'm I'm glad the day has finally come, and I'm excited now to ask you this question. It's sort of been pent up for the last few weeks. What have you been working <laughs> on lately, Sarah? What are you putting your time into? Ah, uh, that's a great question, that, and I'm glad you asked. It's probably a reason we were pent up, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah. Uh, I just honestly, I just wrapped a project. I was um, talking to Grant about offline about uh, that was the most humbling project I've ever been a part of. Uh, And then on the side of that, I'm also uh, continuing Index, just did an artist residency and worked on Index with my Uh, um, 
friend Corbin Lamont up in Portland and uh, did some storytelling around that. And then also I do a couple little honey things on the side that are more private, but um, <laughs> just just did a little a couple little things for that. I do this like email newsletter that's that's private that I just put out and. Um, and wow! Just, how private! <laughs> I just made some art for an Instagram this afternoon. What else have I been doing? I feel like how, how private is this? Wait, so like, could the lay person could not sign up for this? But maybe like somebody who is podcaster with you might be able to. Maybe yeah. I, well, I feel like it's like if you want to be a part of it and you know about it and you ask to be a part of it, then you can be a part of it. You know? Cool, making a note. <laughs> Uh, it's like a, a yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good one. <laughs> so you you sort of uh, you've done an old podcaster's trick. You probably yeah. I, I mean I'm sure you're an expert at this as well. But uh, you've teased the main discussion in your in your intro uh, statement here. You said you're doing some honey, or did you say honeys? I'm trying to get the nomenclature right. You know, I she I said do, honeys. It was I, plural. I said honeys. It was yeah, plural. I call them like side honeys. You know, like your honey on the side, but honey, honey is good too. So if in you're a different, in a different time, there was more <laughs> vulgar language around that. <laughs> so if you're if you're a listener out there and you're like, what's she mean by side honeys? I don't know. I don't know this term. Well, it's because she kind uh, in a way she invented it. Well, more like a repurposing or a refurbishing yeah, of the term. Reapplied, yeah. Right. Uh, but she's reclaimed the term to be something very interesting. And actually, it's what we're going to talk about today uh, is honey in general uh, and specifically in pertinence to Sarah, side honey. So let's start at the start <laughs> then. Uh, what is honey to you, Sarah? Yeah, honey to me is, you know, the the things that you're interested in and uh, making work around them. So Mm. uh, basically, instead of waiting for work to find you going out and creating the work you want to make. For me, it's been about what, like, what are the communities I want to support? What are the conversations I want to be a part of? And then that's the honey. That's the honey for me. Oof. Awesome. I mean, we've, we use the term sometimes nectar. It's not a, a strictly analogous, but uh, it's similar. Uh, so it is pretty similar. Finding the passion, finding the love, doing the stuff that you want to do, and also not waiting for an excuse to do it, going out and getting it. These are all very important concepts so that we've grappled with on the show, but I'm glad that we're sort of consolidating them into this. And honey, what a positive word, by the way. Right. For sure. Feels good. It feels really good. Uh man, I once side note, I once had a meeting with a company called Honey. Are you familiar with their coupon code? <laughs> I am. I, yes. I pitched them. It was like one of the biggest like video pitches I'd done. Or biggest budgeted video pitches. I did not get it, but Sup, sup, honey. Yeah. Also well. decently cool nightclub in Minneapolis. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It'll do. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh all right. So tell me, Sarah, if you will, uh you've already outlined what it was, but maybe a better way to understand what exactly honey means to you is mm-hmm. comparing it to what I'm seeing on your website, forgive me for snooping, but is labeled <laughs> nine to six. So I think that's pretty self explanatory. But maybe how does nine to six differ from honey? Yeah, Ooh. so so nine to six is what uh, allows me to live the life I want to live and also challenges me in in leadership ways in ways that might not be as fulfilling as my creative passions, but I definitely get skill sets from um, and meet people and have a whole life that's fulfilling in one way. And then the honey, the honey is the, you know, the bonus. It's the thing that's that you want to be doing more of and that you 
I don't know, like it excites you, right? It is, it, it's passion. Like what you guys said, it's passion. It's something that, you know, instead of sitting and watching Netflix for three hours at sure. a night, like I like spending an hour a night, like working on you're fired study, up, you're you turned know? on, like, you're, you're engaged, yeah. you're engaged with the world like instead thing, of escaping yeah. from it. Yeah. I mean, really that, that is, that is what, what, I mean, that is what you're talking about. I also think, uh, what you're exhibiting is a, a skill and, uh, and I, I think it's an ability. It can be a detriment, but an ability to compartmentalize in a in a productive, healthy way. A lot of people have a really weird relationship with their work and with their passions and the space in between. And I think it really starts if you really want to get after some some nectar or some honey. In your words, mm-hmm. uh, it, it does start in a lot of ways with figuring out what your compartments are or like really what are you trying to get out of what situation? And, um, we've talked about this before on, on the show, but you know, the show for us, we, we have a really strong sense of what the, what the honey is, you know, we've, we've, we've constructed in a way that the honey is sitting down and doing the show and, and we're willing to do the other work in order to get to the honey. Mm -hmm. And we've tried to minimize some of the other work. Um, but but of course on the other side you can't all be honey no. probably I mean I'm sure there's some some cases and I'm like sure Vince will bad. push back on me I heard him I heard him breathe in over there which means he's about <laughs> no, to that was a that's not the gasp of a pushback that's a gasp okay. of a leading perfectly into my next question I'm still learning I'm still learning <laughs> um, my question to both of you is um, and I guess I have my own opinion it's not just for you guys but um, well, I'll ask it back <laughs> great thank you I'll uh, just go I'll go you too Vin. Is the goal to get to 100% honey? Is that attainable, A? B, if it is attainable, is it even desirable? Ooh. I think that it's attainable, but as soon as it happens, it's hard to consider it honey because what makes the honey so sweet is like the other stuff that you're putting in on the side. I don't know. I think that there's a great balance. And from the time I graduated college, you know, my first job offer was to be a... A designer and I turned it down to go into production because I liked the idea of keeping my artistic practice and my work separate which is different from mm. like the thing that I always tell you like do what you love I really I respect that I feel like yeah. a lot of people get I mean that's what I was getting at with the compartmentalization is like a lot of people get so fucked up about that and they don't land on either side and I think it's a detriment to both sides yeah I just think I'm at least personally what I can say uh, for myself is that I enjoy the honey more and I get more out of it uh, when it is separate Mm. because I'm not making work for anyone but myself and and my interest in hoping hopefully sharing what I love so other people can love or discover it as well. Mm. And if money is attached to that, it's just it's a different game. You know? I, I definitely relate to that. I mean, that's been a conversation I've even had on the show and I've had with Vince about photography stuff is like photography has been for me such a nectar. I mean, it, it originated as a, a nectar seeking behavior, which was uh, production like video production, particularly what is such a complex beast to get to set, to get through pre to get to set, to get through post as a director it's the the nectar can sometimes be like not not few and far between but really it is way less immediate uh, i mean it is a delayed gratification and it is like sometimes like a, a and it's a it's a dark relationship <laughs> with the nectar where whereas like photography to me is the whole thing pretty much because it's 
not easy as a discipline, but it is easy relative to uh, video stuff in the way that I shoot in the way that I want to shoot. So I'm like, I'm really, it's just a very immediate like gratification. And once you start adding clients and money and other complicating factors, you become beholden to some of that and it can be good or, I mean, this, this actually, Vince, this harkens back a little bit to a conversation we just had about scaling, right? Oh, I think it's, it's really intricately tied into scaling. I'm like, I'm thinking from a personal point of view, what's like my nectar, honey, ultimate scenario. It's being like a published author. Mm. Uh, and I'm a long, 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 many miles off from that. But like that, if that's the goal in my mind, I'm doing something that's a hundred percent honey. But even then, once you make it about being a career, yeah. the honey portion of it, even though maybe the honey percentage is pretty high still, it's not going to be a hundred percent because you have to appease audiences and you have to appease editors and you have to appease publishers and you have to appease financers. And even and though I'm, yourself, man. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not trying to be cynical about this at all. Actually. I'm, I think I'm being fairly optimistic where like you can still have a pretty good lion's share of the creative work being honey or honey esque. But I think there's a real truth to what you guys are saying. Keeping it side and keeping it low scale ensures that it's always going to be a restorative moment for you. It preserves mm. the sweetness of the honey to sort of expound upon that metaphor. Uh, so I, th- I actually Ooh. think not only is 100% honey not attainable, I don't think it should be the goal because it's maybe not because it's not at least an ideal, but because it's not really a realistic point of view. It's yeah. not real. It's I, like too sweet. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally right. That was... I. I was talking with an Uber driver a couple of days ago uh, about yoga. I was on my way to yoga and she was like, asked if I'd ever teach. And I was like, nah, maybe perhaps someday, but that would also like in the way I uh, interact with yoga right now, that would ruin it for me. <laughs> Cause I would just like scale it up to a thing where like it has become less of a me participating in a thing that I'm guided by. Now me like doing the thing that stresses me out, which is, I appreciate, which I'd like to do, but like leading and then having to like, it just, it, it just changes the dynamic in the same way that like, if, if something is your complete honey, it'll completely change the dynamic. Totally. I think, I think Ben to answer a question again about like what honey is, I think it's that space or that thing you do for release, right. For mm. like creative release and, um, to get filled up again and, you know, if you're completely full all the time, I don't know. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't really need honey. So, but you do have to find, you do have to find the honey, like a form of the honey in your day to day, in your nine to six. I'm curious for both of you guys, what that looks like. Vin, maybe, maybe you can talk a little bit about what, like, I mean the, yeah, like where do you, where are you finding the honey in your day to day or outside of it? I, I haven't really heard from you too much yet. Uh, well, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, I'm sure most, if you've listened before, you know that I have a nine to five at a creative agency here in Minneapolis called Yamamoto. Uh, I have a lot of nice things to say about the agency, um, including the client roster and the, the people I work with. But at the end of the day, it still is like an ad job. And if you consider yourself a creative writer, there are limitations that are naturally imposed upon you when you're within the advertising industry. Uh, I think my honey comes from two sources. The first being um, ever expanding amount of challenges. I like the problem solving aspect of advertising and having to change your voice readily 
is is pretty fun as a writer in its own way and also being around creative people especially like this we're all in it together sort of vibe i work with a lot of talented people so i think my honey comes from like helping raise up other work and also just kind of see if i can like write for a healthcare website it's like not it's not that fun to do while you're doing it but at the end of the day it is kind of interesting to see if you can do it Mm. so i think you what you've done is made a really good point like you have to find some honey if you're just going through your job miserably every day not enjoying any part of it uh it's not gonna end well dude i mean that's the that's like the it's like a joke but it it will it's a joke when it's coming from such a like any privileged place but I do feel like there's something to be said about uh, finding, I mean, it's, I guess it's an idealistic, optimistic point of view, but just like you can fucking have fun. It, you, I, I genuinely, dude, I genuinely feel like I could have a lot of fun in pretty much any scenario. And I feel like that's what I do. And so I feel like finding honey can kind of be a way of life in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like in that way, you can also protect yourself. Like if you're able to find honey anywhere, like now, like now, I don't know. That's just, I guess it's like finding happiness or finding joy. I'm now equating the two, but it's just like, you kind of insulate yourself from like fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) You do. I mean, you do. Sarah, I'm interested. How do you, in your nine to six, where's, where's the honey lie? And, or, or don't let us put words in your mouth. Maybe there is no honey there. No, no, I definitely think there's honey there. I wouldn't be there. Uh, I think um, for me, learning is a huge thing. And as long as I'm learning somewhere, uh, there, I can find some honey in that. Maybe it's not something that I was seeking out to learn. But if it's, I'm thrown in a situation and learning about something, that's uh, that's some honey right there for me. I actually was going to ask you guys the questions if, question if uh, you think that you learn things uh, at your 9 to 5 right now. If you're learning. Um, well, I don't know if Grant has an, a nine to six in any sort of uh, <laughs> realistic definition of the term, but I I definitely feel like I'm learning. I think this last week, for instance, has been a huge uh, learning experience for me. Just, I mean, it's something I already knew and th- knew is in like the most airy quotes you can have. Um, but I knew that it takes a lot of people to make the end product of like a broadcast commercial but i i've never like seen the sausage being made and instead of like ugly like that phrase is supposed to elicit it's actually quite an amazing and beautiful product to see everyone working together so i mean learning that alone would be a valuable enough lesson for this entire year but uh i think every day i I learn something and if i feel like if i stop learning that's when i have to start looking for a new gig right i think that's like a thing to live by honestly totally (laughs) like I don't don't, for me it's like I never want to be stagnant I never want to settle by any means personally for myself and if I'm not in an environment that's allowing me to grow and learn and develop then like kind of just wasting time in a way you know for sure I that brings me to a thing that I've thought a lot about and I continue to think about which is like attachment or letting go and I feel like that's one um, prohibitor to finding honey or like having honey is like being too attached to either a result or to the thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. And what I don't know exactly what you said. You said something about, oh yeah, if there wasn't honey, I wouldn't be there. Like that, I mean, <laughs> Vin, we're, 
we're veering dangerously close to some um, some self definition. No, some self awareness and self definition themes, which were stalwarts. I wanted to say <laughs> stalwarts. They, they were and still are pillars of our of our ethos. But and and what's the newest iteration of that self? Realization, self-actualization, self-definition. I think it was oh, okay, right. Okay. Self. Wait, wait. Self. I thought there was, was a stage se- beyond that, like a even a higher calling. Oh wait, self. Um, mm, mm, I'm not sure. We should let's check back in on that. It has been get a on the forums. We, yeah, <laughs> let please, us know. Please, let us know. I'm sure you guys know. Uh, no, but it it is like it is attachment. It is letting go. It is like finding the thing. I mean, that, that's, that's so often that's like unhappy people are unable to either realize like that. That's like so much of negotiation, so much of like is other. I, I feel like um, I think about production stuff so much as like little mini startups and little like it's just like it's a little mini community. And Vince, what you were talking about, uh, the seeing the sausage being made, that that's like what attract. Like there's so much nectar, so much like readily available intense nectar mm-hmm. or honey mm-hmm. uh for, to be had on set because uh, it, it just does feel really like a, as long of a process as directing can be that is like such an immediate gratification and you're just generally like you you've got you've gotten to con- somewhat control like who shows up and and what you're doing and like really set the tone and so like you're you're in control of a lot of that and it's just like really really beautiful but um i yeah. that's that's extremely well said i actually want to parlay that into a question for sarah um that ties back to one of the first things she she said to us this might have even been before rolling i i don't even remember but you outlined the uh cross country sort of progression that you've made uh <laughs> you've lived in quite a few places and you've worked for quite a few shops, one of them being Instrument, which I hope we revisit here in a minute. But <laughs> do you travel? And when you travel, because I know that you have, since we've already addressed that, uh, do you, are, you, are you seeking more opportunities for honey? Or are you following the natural flow of honey? And I hope that I am not laboring this metaphor too much. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, we can we can do it all night. It's a sweet, sweet Whoa. life. Whoa. Uh, okay. But hey, and, hey. Uh, yeah, I think that. I mean, I def- I do travel. I think more and more, uh, I'm trying to be really uh, thoughtful about the places that I'm traveling to and why. Uh, and that comes with what you were alluding to, which was you know following the honey in a way, or letting letting the waves, or letting however you want to have that metaphor take you to the honey, right? So what are, what are you gravitating towards? What are you thinking about? What do you hear? And like go, uh, Corbin, my friend and I were talking about, um, you know, go to where you hear. Mm. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know what your five-year plan if you don't have a five-year plan, but like, what do you hear and what's your next step? And really listening to that. And I feel like travel has been a really mm. big outlet for me and listening, you know, to where I hear and going there and, and seeing what I find. Yeah. To, to me, that's really connected to the attachment idea too. It's like not—I mean, which I fall into constantly. Just getting really attached to the idea of in one year, in two years, in five, whatever. But hey, Vin, can I finish one thought I had, which which to me connects here? The thing I was getting at with the production, with like bringing all these people together, is like negotiation is such a 
is such like an arbiter of truth to me of like where you're at, what, what your motivations are and your motivations are really like, <laughs> that is the core of what's going to lead you to honey. Like, what are you trying to find? What is your personal honey? And so I feel like I really appreciate people who are willing to negotiate and are just like, I mean, that that's the kind of person I want to work with in general, which is somebody who's just like, their motivation is to actually find a way. Like then, you know, like even uh, an example, this last music video that I've been like going back and forth and back and forth on. And, and I suppose when this, when this episode drops, I feel like it will have already shot it. Hopefully I feel really good now on like where I think we're concrete, but there's so sometimes so, so much negotiation that goes on to like get all of the pieces aligned to get to the fucking honey. Mm -hmm. That's just why I shoot more photos. (laughs) But really it's just like you find out so much about a person when you start negotiating, like, and trying to figure out a compromise or uh, like, a solution. I mean, I, it's the same. It's similar with like working with people and like trying to ship a project in any way. I mean, that's what that is. But yeah. I mean, even on the same team, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's all about choosing your battles, right? And what do you what do you really want to fight for? And what are the darlings that you're willing to kill? Yeah. Because in any in any business or sense of the word, you're going to have to compromise. There's going to have to be a negotiation. You're not going to get everything that you want. But like, what's the one thing yeah. that you can't let? What's go? your personal honey? What's the honey that is like necessary for the business or for the you know actually then i'm re- i'm remembering jordan brady um what, what episode do we think that was uh, usually i have such a I've, it's season some, two early so it was in it was in 60s? march that we uh did it so 60s. it would be in the 60s or the late 50s that was my guess yeah okay he, he was talking about i remember him talking about like doing it as a director doing it for the three hours what were they real revenue or relationship Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and so like just knowing what your what your particular honey there is, but then uh, all, the but f- also is the fourth mind, honey yeah. like recreation? The the fourth R is that like maybe so. because I, isn't <laughs> what I mean? Maybe disagree with me. Please do both, Sarah and you. But isn't like honey in its pure form not for those it three is. reasons? Like You're right. explicitly against them. Well. Okay, I feel like there's a combination there, though. There is kind of like the like delayed gratification, honey, which is like this is for my book, and you know this is which it's just <laughs> right, right. relevant, which we haven't even dug into this index <laughs> stuff. I feel like we we really do need to chat about the index yeah, project, totally, totally. but but that that is like there is some that is less recreational, there's but like, it still like feels like it's like a sweet taste. I'll, I'll, you know what? Actually, maybe not. Maybe that's broccoli, <laughs> and the honey is like is like like rap is like they drizzling it on the broccoli or something you know maybe that's like know. the combination haven't haven't you guys ever heard the phrase it's talking about i think they i don't th- i think they say hobbies but it's like you need to have a hobby or you need to have three things in your life right like one where you get mental energy from one mm-hmm. that's like a physical outlet and then the other one that's like you know you make money from so you have these you have these three corridors and that's like two, right? Hold on. Uh, that's three. Men- well, mental, physical, and then something that financial. And so like, if you can have that balance, then it kind of, I don't know. It, it, it makes for a nice flow because you're getting the physical release. You're getting the, you know, creative mental release somehow. And then you're also being able to sustain it. Maslow's hierarchy of honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad actually. Um, so, <laughs> Ooh, we're let's talk about index then because yeah. this will be helpful framing 
How would you describe index first to give our, our listeners some context? And then where would you where would you place it in the compendium or the, the scale of honeyness? Hmm. That's a fun question to answer. Uh, index is a library of contemporary photographers and filmmakers, photo-based artists. Mostly it's photographers. We put a, a director up there, DP, if we really love him uh, or her. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's mostly it's more hers than him, to be honest. Uh, but cool. to be. Yeah. So myself and my partner within Index, uh, we started collecting photographers and filmmakers that we admired for years and then decided to release it publicly for a tool for people to, to, to use and, and to bring creatives and content makers together because we thought that that would hopefully make work in general better uh, for everyone and hopefully increase, I don't know, increase the beautiful visuals we see in our world. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of what it came from, right? We had this desire and we saw a need and we wanted to fit it. And then we just made the time. So we developed a site with our friend BK, who is an insane developer who could not have done it without him. Uh, and Justin designed it. And then I provided, you know, the content for it. Uh, and it's this ever evolving library that continues to grow and hopefully will do for years to come. Uh, and we're also, we also do this thing called conversations on it, which is Really rad to see how you guys have this setup going on because I would love to have conversations with photographers and filmmakers about the pieces that they're making on an intimate way like this. And so it's cool to see what you guys are doing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's what Index is. And in terms of where it is on Honey, I mean, I haven't been able to not work on it since we started because Ooh. it's literally like a desire in me. People. <laughs> People make fun of me. I mean, I it literally like it's no joke. I work at least an hour on it a day and I don't know when that will stop. Um, and so for me, I, it's people are like, when are you going to make money off of it? Like, are you going to try to sell it? Or are you going to try to monetize it? And for me, it's more of this like organic beast of honey that I just want to keep continuing to grow. And maybe after like 10 years, I'll look back and have this insane archive collection to share. And maybe it goes, it, you know, it builds into a book someday or it builds into a gallery or who knows. Uh, but for me right now, like the main purpose is to get my, you know, my peers in front of people who are making insane work and hopefully connect the two. Uh, so yeah totally so okay th yeah th i mean vince this is what what it's making me think of is is related to the motivation to the like just i mean which motivation really comes to decision which is kind of curation totally. i mean and so if you're like curation it's become a, a hotter topic to uh, I credit I mean, ourselves to a, to a, with that. <laughs> yeah, that was us. But to a fault at points. But really, like, curation is a skill. But, I mean, a lot of people kind of, like, think it's a skill. And then they kind of under-curate the thing. <laughs> with the, I mean, I, I feel like part of, part of that is, like, understanding also the presentation of the curation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're doing. Is, like, not only are you curating, which is the thing you're already doing. Which is, in some ways, I guess, what we're doing, too, with the podcast. Totally. You, we curate... Not in a like snobby way, but we curate the people we have on. We decide it like becomes part of the show, and then you figure out how you present that. And so I, I think if uh, well, now I'm jumping, but you've aligned you've aligned a thing you're already doing with a thing you're more interested in doing mm -hmm. on a continual basis. So like, and also you're fighting the urge to like not just commercialize because it's like I'm not gonna we're not not getting into a conversation of selling out, but just like. <laughs> 
to scale or to like do shit that other people think is the next step when yeah. you're like, oh no, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's so, just about being yeah. organic. I mean, I don't want to act like we've we've hit definitive ground, but I'm going to, and it's in support of my, <laughs> my own remark anyway. Uh, but I think Sarah has like truly once and for all stated with this index thing, the fact that like honey in like the actual honey, the word is like seeming strange to me now that we've said it so much, but it is a part. It's like cert, it's like pure in a way. It's got to be because I feel like we all have to do something that is in some way altruistic or at least completely unfettered by expectation that's beyond yeah. our own. Like Index that. to me sounds like a very Sarah thing. Like the only person, oh. I mean, I, I know that you're working with a collaborator and you're a developer who's obviously enabling this, but at the end of the day, the one that needs to be happy is you. And I think that as soon as that, that number of people that needs to be happy goes above one, it no longer becomes, is true honey. And obviously there is honey to be farmed in the thing that we do professionally. And I hope that that's true of most people who are listening. Uh, but I think in the way that you're speaking about it, it needs to just be about, about you and about re-energizing. Totally. Yeah. And, and honestly it's, it goes, you know, I, I think we were talking about this offline, but it goes back to like, what kind of, what communities do you want to support? Mm-hmm. What conversations do you want to be a part of? Uh, where do you want to grow your point of view? What work do you want to be doing more of? Who do you want to be working with? And like, do something that aligns with that. And for mm. me, I love content. I love working with directors and photographers. Uh, this was Index was a way for me to open up conversations with the people that I respect the most, right? <laughs> Which I feel like is similar to your guys' podcast in a way. No, um, it absolutely is. And I really want to point out something you're not saying in all of this is like, how can I grow my brand how can i get more you know mm-hmm. i mean a- any sort of opportunity gleaning comes as a real natural sort of effect of the stuff you're doing and the <laughs> the easiest way to to spot a a honey hunter <laughs> is <laughs> is somebody who comes in real hot screaming about honey mm-hmm. and oh i'm just my saying God, like yes yeah it's 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 the worst and it's also it's like get the fuck away from me listen i'm i'm here i'm here to create i'm fine whatever honey with you but the biggest turnoff as somebody who, who genuinely i i think a lot of my time is is spent you know there's the in-betweens but a lot of it is spent getting back to that place which is it's like an onset it is a creative flow it is a finding honey mm-hmm. kind of moment and the, so many people think that's what they want to do, but then they just come in f- like firing so hot with like malintentions. And it's just, it, it, I will say, it's just so obvious. It's just really, really obvious. Well, it's, a, it's like the difference between do you want fans or do you want respect? Yeah. Right? Do you want to be, do you, do you, do you want to uh, be like, up. right? It's like fuck famous. Do you want it, do you really want to be famous or would you rather be private but like be doing something that's like, yeah, and there, and there mean, are a lot of, but that's, I mean, to continue with our bee analogy, kind of, that's a hornet's nest <laughs> because, like, do, do you, I mean, there are a few cynical examples where it's like obvious that it's, they want to be famous, not respected, but man. That is a complicated line to walk once you become famous and you, eh. and you create a relationship. I don't, I don't know if it's as blasé as, as, as you made it sound uh, there, but like he, you want to make your fans happy. That doesn't necessarily mean that you just want to be famous, right? That's true. 
But I think that there's a difference between, or and I think that there's a difference between building a like being interested or having the sole intention of building a fan base versus you know ha- building something mm. for yourself or your community and and yearning for respect within that community. Right? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna. I think. I I definitely agree, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a, a concrete example from the last week. And this isn't like a name drop thing. I mean, this is honestly probably most interesting to me because I'm a bigger fan. But I think of like working on escalating levels with people in any sort of limelight or with any sort of notoriety. And uh, I just, I feel like it's so consistent with the, especially with the creators on higher levels that I respect, where it's like, it's just really clear that their honey is the thing. And they're doing a lot of other sort of work around that to support it but like there's a different there's like a different mindset of god sometimes we get these topics and we just say the fucking topic 250 times during the episode <laughs> so the point the point that i was trying to get at was there's a difference between um like i feel like uh okay so i, I was working on this shoot last week that was a really exciting for me which was with this photographer named sarah baba and oh, yeah. you're familiar yeah mm-hmm. okay huge fan of her have been for a few years and uh i got i got to assist her on this shoot and it was just so obvious like i guess like most creators or like an actor or like i mean especially people in, the, in that um in that realm like they're focused on doing the work you know and i guess like maybe a distinction is that the work is the honey for, you know, for legitimate true professionals and not to say that true professionals are better than the layman, but in, especially in the stuff we're working on, like that is the honey. And it's really, really, really obvious most times, like whether people are there for the ride or they're there to like do the work. And I feel like that is oftentimes the difference between a fan and a creator. And then even within the kind of creator realm, just kind of like, uh, I mean, you know, there's some actors or some other people. I think that it can just kind of like skate by a little bit. And that's mm-hmm. not like um, a knock at them. But it, what, what I think I'm really interested in is that the people who are doing it for the same type of honey, I guess, that you are, which is like they're willing to put in the work because they care about the product. And it's like that is the, that is the nectar for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, I mean, you were, Grant, you were talking about kind of, going having different projects doing different things i feel like in order to find the honey you kind of have to become a creative nomad in a way like you you have to you you have to go where you you're finding honey and that usually doesn't mean you're like always going to be directing or you're always going to be doing photos or whatever usually i feel like the people who are searching out honey and have have that desire are finding it in different outlets like Mm. i mean I don't know if I should bring up Kanye West, but you know, Kanye West is like finding <laughs> the honey in the sense that he's like, you know, he, he does whatever the fuck he wants to do to find that honey. Right. And like, he doesn't really care what people say. He's going to do it because that's where, you know, that ride the way that scent is, is leading him. And I, I do feel like there's something to be said about being a creative nomad and building your book in that way where you're searching out the things that you want to work on. You bring it all together. And when you look back, you're like, Oh, this makes sense. This is my story. This is what I do best because it's what I've, been gravitating towards over the years Mm. i mean i think that's really pure i i also like don't have a ton of energy for people who aren't finding any honey which is let's just say on a production i feel like a production really heightens so many things it is like it's kind of like a family 
like Thanksgiving or something where it's just like you can fucking feel everything. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like there's just like you just sense it all. What a fun analogy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And so I just think it's so, so it's just well, pretty pretty obvious at least, especially from a director standpoint, where like you fucking are like pretty heightened on like everybody's energy. It's just so obvious when people are there for other kind of ulterior motives. And it's just like uh I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what you know, people are going to find their own ways for personal development. I think as all as long as we're all trying our best and we're all I mean, trying our best is like a weird thing to say, but literally like if you're trying your best, you're doing it, right? Yeah. And if you're finding areas or outlets for personal development or honey, like that's what's important. You're engaged and, and excited. You're engaged and excited. Engage I mean, I guess that's you know, oftentimes people who are not seeking honey, I guess on my terms, are people who are not that engaged with their life or with like interesting things happening. And so they're creating intrigue by way of usually destructive bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Exactly. And you know what strikes me as sort of like a, maybe a a means of parlaying us into a, please another segment. But, But I, it's, it's interesting that your word for it, Sarah is honey which is the end product of something. And Grant, your mm. word for it is nectar, which is the raw material version of honey. Mm. Ooh, pontificate well, on that for just I, a I moment, actually, I actually could, though, Vin. Really quickly, I could, because I feel like the, I subscribe pretty hard to a Stephen Pressfield ideal of the war of art, which is to say that you are separate from the product, you're separate from the results. What the nectar is and what my honey is, is sitting down in the chair and doing it. And that in in many ways that protects me from the results, but it also like releases me. It will releases me from the results, but it also pr- protects me from like the good, not in a bad way, but it keeps me more level, you know? And I, I do think, I think um, like, I don't know, to, to me, it seems like a really productive way to approach it. For me, it's helpful to not, I'm not worried about the honey. Although that is like a, it like it's there but it's it is as long as i sit down and do it i'm happy with myself which is all that matters oh see that i mean maybe that's that's why it's nectar for you and honey for me because i feel like i get so much like for me i get so much pleasure in releasing it and sharing right and and allow it like basically the outlet from like building the communities building the things that i believe in and in the way that in a way that i can right so like the honey is all about what's what people are going to do with what I make or share. I will say I'm right there too. It's honestly my way of like running away from results because I feel like it's like dangerous for me to get too attached to them. Mm. It, it just like, it's not productive for me. And actually a lot of, a lot of the stuff we've been chatting about Vin has been like being productive and that that's why I chase honey. That's why I chase nectar. Christ! I, All right, let's, let's sh- I, shut it that's down. exactly shut it down. that's exactly what I was hoping to hear. Though I was hoping to hear a, a slight deviation in opinion, and it's going to be that way because it's all different for us. What what restores us is always going to be different. Uh, speaking though, speaking of, of restoration, yeah, of restoration of side in the, in quotes uh, in escapism in a way. Even though I know we've. Uh, sort of demonized escapism a little bit today. Uh, 
we're talking today in our off-topic topic. I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but every Ooh. week we take a little break to chat about something that's not particularly germane. I would say, Vince, it's not I germane. Not germane. This. Yes or no, germane? No. Uh, to the topic at hand. And this Is week it germane? No. Nah. Definitively not. Uh, so this week we're talking about getaways. Ooh, Whatever you want okay. that to mean. I mean, the the first go to vibe is like vacation vibes. It is about to be summer soon, but that's lazy. Let's let's chat like bank robberies. Let's chat. <laughs> yes, heisting. But Sarah, what what springs to mind when you hear getaway? Uh, swimming. Swimming for me is a getaway. So uh, ah. it's a it's a big practice in my life. I go in, I'll uh, yeah, just swim on my own. And like being underneath the water, it's like a meditation almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my getaway. Or when I can't swim, I'll go to the beach and just like sit there. And people, people are like, you're going to the beach again. I'm like, yo, I just want to be quiet and like be with the water. And that yeah. is water. my getaway. Chill. Hey. <laughs> someone, someone asked me like, what are my five-year goals? And one of them is like to live by water. Cool. Like, That's yeah. great. So getaway <laughs> for me means that. What about uh, you guys? What does getaway mean for you? Bonnie and Clyde style? Oh, I thought you, I was like, <laughs> I thought you were equating Vin and I to Bonnie and Clyde. I, I mean, was like, you know, we haven't gotten that before, but you're right. There are a lot of parallels. In ways, though, Sarah. Um, Grant, why don't you go first? Sure. Oh, I mean, the, the yoga parallel is so obvious to me with swimming. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just an intentional space for myself, uh, which is... Really, it really is a getaway. I will say, and God damn it, this is on the nose. I'm I'm about to go on a little getaway with my honey. Oh, what's up? My honey, girl. Oh, <laughs> Iona, that's you. Shout out. Yeah, respect. Uh, sweet, sweet cute. Iona. Yeah, um, well, I, to me, I, get, I actually, I don't want to get too backed into the conversation for sure, but really that is the... God damn it, and Vince, this Harkin, this oh, I've used Harkins like thrice this episode. <laughs> but uh, this this does remind me of um, Josh Long episode two, or wait, oh, one, shit. two, two. That's yeah, a, yeah. yeah, throwback he, episode he, two. He he said a thing like, "I ride inspiration and I fight procrastination" or something. Mm-hmm. But um, that is kind of like the reason that I don't necessarily nine to six is hard. I think is because. I'm more effective in like in bursts, but honestly, I just kind of go burst, 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 <laughs> and that's like my I yeah. You're not, more like an automatic machine gun and then a burst <laughs> rifle or anything, but yeah, no. yeah. But it's but you can't you can't fire at the same target constantly, so <laughs> that's why we got to switch it up. But 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 um, I I have realized like creating space for myself and like even just creating let's say like for a little while, uh, let's say a month, month and a half. I thought okay. I should plan a thing for this time and I should take time away because what that does is it forces my, it forces everything else to just like bend to that. So like planning a vacation, I find to be a particularly helpful tool in actually like getting motivated and doing all the other stuff. So I'm, I'm going up to the woods somewhere. Uh, I just got a super eight, which I'm really excited about going to yeah. go shoot some video. Shoot some oh, super cool. With, with, oh, that's rad. Yeah. Portland. Love Portland. it, man. Love it. Um, I think when getaways are you, going is, back, are you going back to Kansas City? <laughs> hey, are you slamming Kansas City? That was no, fun as fuck. No, I know it was. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I I think I was just excited about like a show reference, and so oh, I, I get just, you. I get you. I can't. I came at it hard. It did seem aggressive. So actually, though, it's funny you bring it up. We're not going back to Kansas City, uh, though. I would actually, lovely city. Uh, for me, it's actually like. 
vacations are not that much of getaways. Vacations uptime for me. Uh, and I think uh, that stems from the fact that I'm just so supremely lazy, like just generally in my life, uh, <laughs> that when I vacation, I actually have to be on. Like I want to do stuff on my vacation. I'm not like one of those checklist see all the sites type individuals but i'm definitely like when we're in vacation we're always going out to eat we're always like seeing parts of town etc etc trying to meet people um so when i'm like getting away i like just stay in and play video games for 16 hours so i don't know if i'm actually the right guy to ask about this she seems that's i was literally i literally literally wrote down and i was like it's gonna circle back to me i got something to add and you just let it right into it which is that getaway like playing video games man that's my other one wow i like oh yo that's dope as hell what are you playing right now (laughs) my friends make fun of me because i i I play Grand Theft Auto, wow. but literally all I do is get the cheat code for a motorcycle, and then I ride my motorcycle around like as fast as I can through like the hills and shit. Sick. Yo, that's Dude, the most so understandable fun. thing I've ever heard, even though I don't play GTA. Dude. Like, that's <laughs> why that game is beloved. That's why it's like broken all the sales records, because like it allows you to do whatever form of escapism you want to do. Maybe you're sort of a psychopath and you want to like kill fake people. Ride a motorcycle around. So you can do that. Or maybe you want to like cruise around in the hills on your bike. You can do that too. I swear. It's, it's such a release too. I was, I got really into VR the last couple of weeks because of this project I've been working on. And, uh, that is unbelievable what you can do. You can be like a space robot cowboy, like, Video games are such a fucking getaway, man. It's so fun. I mean, shouts out Westworld. Yeah. Right? I mean, Loki, like, that's... The new VR devices, I'm telling you, if you can, like, have an experience with one of those, it is insane. There's, like, robots firing at you. You're, like, ducking down. You have different... And I don't know. It's really fulfilling. It's yeah. really, uh, <laughs> that's I mean, outlet. to, to yeah. think of, like, how science fiction VR was five years ago, like, in ten years... We're going to be in full-fledged, like, hyperbaric VR chambers, it's like, insane. living out our fantasies. It's about to be pretty lit, is what I'm saying. It's a, Jesus I don't know. I, I actually had this conversation <laughs> with one of my, um, one of the guys I was working with, who uh, is, like, a developer motion guy in, in virtual reality. And we were talking about virtual reality, we think, is always going to be, like, an outlet, like, this, like, playing video games, like, something that you go for a release, that honey, like, whatever. AR is, like, the thing that actually is going to potentially become more of a reality when Mm. like basically ar you know ar is augmented reality so it's mixing fact with fiction and Mm -hmm. um that is something that i feel like humans will gravitate more towards because it's enhancing the world it's not an escapism outside of their world Mm. right uh so it has a bigger potential to infiltrate our lives i think infiltrate interesting probably Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's fascinating i love science fiction topics like that and the (laughs) what i love most is that it's not about to be science fiction for much longer it's about to be just well, as, as they we said in the 80s, the <laughs> 90s, the aughts, the early aughts. I mean, to be fair. I mean, I'll come back. We could do a whole, we could do a whole second one on just like the future. Straight up. <laughs> Shit, man. In the future, <laughs> Doing our job for game. us. Yeah. We, like we, would lo- we would love to, we would love to have Straight you. I mean, I, I love a good uh, repeat guest. No um, doubt. We don't actually though, because we almost never do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's but okay. we never say that during the show. We <laughs> say that after we oh, wait right, till the right, end. you're right. Jesus, we never have that on. All right, well, better change subjects uh, pretty abruptly. <laughs> We've got two questions for you, Sarah, if you don't mind answering them. Yeah, what's up? Let's, let's hear uh, it. Hey, Vince, Vince, it's cool, man. Just ask her. 
<laughs> All right, man. Now that you you made me feel okay about it, um, Sarah, if you'd like our listeners to support you, what's the best way they can do that? Uh, ooh, I follow the index la. See what we're doing. <laughs> can I lead them to? I didn't realize. Okay, so I was I was storying. Okay, well. The, <laughs> If you're listening to this and it's 12 years in the future, <laughs> these terms won't make sense. But I was storying a boomerang of us podcasting here. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's Sarah's Instagram handle again? <laughs> and I just remember, I think it used to be This Is Rad or something. Yeah, it did. And I was like, couldn't find it. Yeah. And, and then I was like, searching, searching. And then I was like, oh, I guess it's casual.jesus. <laughs> Yeah, so that, I mean, that's, that's funny because that came from a travel, which was some honey that I was apparently searching, but went to Mexico and saw a bunch of casual Jesuses and like decided that was, Jesus. that was, that was my next move on Instagram. My Instagram name's really aloof though. I feel like it's going to change probably I again. love it. I'm so, on, oh, listen, also, I, I'm on board. Talking about getaways, take three months off of Instagram every summer. So Ooh, what's up? Sweet. I might be a little inactive if people I love that's like, actually, try to follow me. That's pretty cool actually. Yeah, it's uh, necessary for me. I respect it so much, man. <laughs> I mean, ugh, that dude. Ugh. So many people like we talk about technology addiction constantly, and then like we have over enabled the fuck out of it. Like totally, way more than any. Well, I guess I would say way more than any drug, but I do feel like it's just so acceptable, and we've we've accepted it personally, mm-hmm. and then we just like do it and. Yeah, man. Even just like doing yoga, I'm sure swimming, in, unless you got the new iPhone. Yeah. But it, it forces <laughs> you to re- realize. Yeah. You realize like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay, cool. I don't... I put my phone on airplane mode when I go into yoga and I'm like, okay, cool. It's nice. <laughs> I mean, literally like the three-month getaway from the internet is uh, everything. Oh, full my, internet? No. No, not full internet. Just, I mean, just... Instagram? Instagram mostly. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm on it fairly regularly. Dude, I will say disabled Facebook, not as a fucking pride point. Like, look at me, guys. I did it. I'm amazing. But I did do that uh, in January and I... I've not missed it. And I'm like, oh, no. cool. That was like a source of stress for me. Yeah. Facebook's like where I get event information from. Yeah. And like, which respect. Yeah, it's like a bulletin like, board basically at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll show you notes. Do you have any more questions? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Show I, do, I know I do. And I'm also, I mean, I guess against your will since you didn't shout it out, but we'll, we'll show notes. SarahLeinbach.com. Yes, um, go for it. That's more of my nine to five stuff, but uh, nine to six, nine to six. You're right, nine to six. I mean, some of these are labeled after hours, though. So I assume that's, that's like that's that's some honey shit right there. <laughs> that's some honey shit. Yeah, that's nice. For sure. Ooh, nice. Is that a t-shirt? I feel like that's a t-shirt. That's some honey. That's some honey shit. shit. I love it. Kind of dripping, uh, like golden. Okay. I cool. do have I do have one more question though. Right, uh, if you'd like our listeners to take one thing away from your time on the show, what would you want that to be? Dude, she's dancing. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm ready for that. Uh, so <laughs> I think <laughs> that's nice. Too ready. Too no, ready. I really, I really do. I, I think that. I think that. Can I do like three? Is that fine? Yes. Is that cool? Follow Encouraged your thoroughly. Follow your bliss. Okay, so Search for your honey. One. Be careful who becomes your teacher. Ooh. Two. Whoa. Okay. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> no. Please. Just no. Like, let her roll. Let her roll. I'll let her roll. Sorry. 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 Two. Uh, support the artists and communities you believe in. Mm. Mm. Someone's asking you to donate ten dollars, and you believe in them. Fucking do it. It's ten dollars. Three. 
uh, <laughs> or, you know, by not only monetary, but by being there or by supporting them or sharing the work. Uh, three, this is a quote by my favorite, uh, favorite writer. Choose the life that is yours, the life that is seducing your lungs, that is dripping down your chin. Ooh. And that is by Nir- Fuck. <laughs> Nayira Wahid. She, she wrote the book Salts. Damn. That is kind of the thing we've been dancing around a lot, which is like the thing that seduces you. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it's like, I, I hate to be so primal. Okay, sorry. Uh, it was going to be a little primal. I'll just say it just for, so I, I, don't, I don't do the thing where I say like, oh, I can't say that now. And then it's like, well, what were you going to say? I was going to say, the life that you want to fuck. <laughs> because, I mean, that is like low key. Like, it's like, oh, wow. I'm like, there is, a, there is a desirability to honey that it, that's kind of what makes it special is that like at the end of the day, you're drawn to doing it, right? Yes. That, I mean, yeah. that's to like doing it, Vince. <laughs> Grant, you, why are you defiling such a beautiful concept? <laughs> but there is the, I mean, Vince, this is the difference between you and I. I don't see it as defiling. I see it as as making love to. Okay, man. <laughs> mm, I am. There's. I know. I'm satisfying quality, the concept. The concept. Right? Is, <laughs> I mean, but you know. Sarah, maybe maybe you can agree or disagree as like sort of a bow for this, but there's like an addictive quality to honey like in totally. in our own pop culture the bear is always like drawn to it he seeks it out he wanders through the woods tracing its scent but that's right. kind of what we do to our own honey right is like we seek it out we, we wreck it yeah. we re- sorry <laughs> <laughs> no it's Too true hard. No, 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 it's totally true. I, I, I completely agree. I think, uh, you know, honey for me came from the idea of a side honey or like that side sweetheart that you're like making love to and is your lover. So mm. uh, I think that ties directly into what we've been talking about. Once you start engorging yourself with it, it's really less interesting. Yeah, it's totally, it's pleasure, it's desire, it's release. It is pleasure. I mean, that is kind of what we're talking about though. It is like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's like... Finding ways to, in a not dark way, maximize your pleasure. <laughs> no, I don't think that's dark at all. And I, I actually think that's what we're talking about. It's like, find something that's as pure a source of positivity and of, of pleasure as you could find. And, and then don't, and then don't fuck it up. Right. It's like, don't make it real. It's like, what are you drawn to? Do something in that space. Period. Well That's said, it. and even with the punctuation mark. So, uh, I was gonna say, well, now, it's, it's now it sounds like wrong. Like to exclamation te- mark for me. <laughs> I, she said period. So I, I defer to our guest. Maybe <laughs> you too. could. Me uh, too. Until they leave. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> uh, could you also, since you've already done such a poignant job of wrapping up our two questions, mm-hmm. send us out with with a Sarah Linebox ship it. Ooh yeah. I think it's but it, re- back, it requires right? like a song, though. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh no, she's confused about the magic of the show. We had that in post. Mm, I well, I I totally get that. I'm just saying. It would have been sick it. though if sh- it just was like started kind of slowly <laughs> playing. I do have some like pretty killer speakers in here. It feels like it should start just kind of like. Mm, ah, <laughs> ship it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I will do a ship it as long as you guys followed up with some like killer track that it like. Yeah, that's yeah. We got we got you on that. We got you covered. <laughs> yes. Okay, I trust you, Pat. Pat, I trust you, man. You editor. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Vince. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right, guys. 
Let's ship it.